Parashas Bereshis, we know, is the story of the Bria Sodom. Stage by stage, we told that Hashem created the world and everything in it, day after day. And then we come to the last of Hashem's creations, if one wants to call it the crowning achievement of creation, that was the creation of Adam, the creation of man. And therefore, when it comes to the momentous event of creating man, the Torah doesn't just say that Hashem created a person, it gives us an, it gives us an introduction. An introduction to the creation of Adam is, HaKadosh Baruch says, Na say Adam, Hashem says, let us make a man. It was planned, it was discussed, before Adam was created. And the question is, who was Hashem talking to? When Hashem said, let us make an Adam, we know Hashem made Adam by himself. So who is he addressing? What help did Hashem need in creating Adam? It's not a new question. It's a question Chazal addressed in many places. And Chazal give many answers. But I want to focus on one of those answers tonight. And that is Chazal say, Hashem was addressing the world He had created. And Hashem said to everything else He had created in the world, I've already created various koichas, various strengths, various abilities over the previous five and a half days. I'm going to utilize all those koichas in creating a man. And therefore I'm going to combine whatever's already been created in the world as facets, as parts of the creation of Adam. Every other koich Hashem is creating in the world is going to be incorporated into the creation of Adam. That's Chazah. And therefore we know a person isn't just the final creation, but really a person is the completion of creation. He pulls together all the other koichas that there are in the Bria. And within the person is a certain level of everything else Hashem created. That's the Chazal. What does that mean? How did HaKadosh Baruch Hu utilize the koichas of the six days of creation in Adam? And more than that, we know a person isn't just a combination of what's been created previously. There are a lot of areas, a lot of dimensions to the person that they're unique. That they possess something which nothing else in the Bria has. And therefore, it's not just the fact of combining what's been created in the Bria already. Within the creation of the person is also an element of uniqueness which there doesn't exist anywhere else. The koichas a person has where he doesn't share with anything else in the world. How do we reconcile these two chazals? On the one hand, Adam is unique. And on the other hand, an Adam is a combination of the koichas of Hashem already created. And the principle has to be that HaKadosh Baruch Hu utilizes the koichas that is already put into the Bria. He's already built into the creation, but he's going to up them another, another level. He's going to raise them to a new standard when it comes to creating order. And therefore, if one wants the, the koichas which there are in a person mirror the koichas in the world, 
but not just on the same level as they manifest in the Bria of the world. It's those same levels, those same principles which have been enhanced, which have been brought to a higher level. And that's what's given to a person. Now this might all sound very esoteric. What do we mean? What are these kairos in the Bria? So let's look through the various factors that are in the Bria. Let's look at the six days of creation. Let's look to see what unique kayach was added in each one. And I don't mean what new development there was in the physical world. What I mean is the kayach HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought to the world on each day of creation. So for example, when you get to the fourth day, it's not Nashim creates in the sun and the moon. The, the kayach, that, that the practical uh, manifestation of what Hashem creates on the fourth day. The kayach of the fourth day is the kayach of something which can provide light. So let's first look to see what were the kayachas that were utilized in the six days of creation. And then we have to see how exactly were these same kayachas distilled and refined and embedded within the person. So let's start from the beginning. The koyach of the first day of creation. Chazal tell us, And Chazal said, really, Hashem should have said, the Pasuk should have said, <coughs> Which means would have been in the evening and morning, the first day. But the Pasuk doesn't say that. The Pasuk says, Yom Echot. Yom Echot means a day of one. And Chazal point this out, that on the first day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was one. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Shalit Ba'idamwe. He was the only being in the world, so to speak, and therefore he was in Shalit. He controlled. He was the ruler. The world was his. The day's creation was the Shemaim Ba'aretz, like we know. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu was the Koinei Shemaim Ba'aretz. It was his, it belonged to him. The fact that Shem created something, created uh, something apart from himself, a world, a new existence, which was Miskala was HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ownership over what he created. The second day was the separation of the waters between the Mayim Elyonim and the Mayim Tachtonim, the separation between the upper waters and the lower waters, and the Koyach of the second day was the separation of the creation into two spheres. There's a spiritual sphere and there's a physical sphere. There's a dimension of Maim Elyonim, which is Ruchnius, and the dimension of the Maim Tachtonim, which is Gashmius. This was a new concept. Whereas before, in the Bria had been one entity, we now see two separate spheres of Bria. There's a spiritual plane and there's a physical plane. That was added the koyach of the separation of spiritual and physical on the second day. The third day, the day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings forth all the produce from the ground, the grasses and the trees and the flowers and the plants and the herbs. And the koyach of the third day was the ability of the ground to bring forth, to develop, to produce. Hashem didn't just say that there should be these things. 
he spoke to the ground, and the ground was going to be the force which was going to make all these things grow. The koyach atzmicha, the koyach of growth, the koyach of development. That was added on the third day. And on the fourth day, we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates the moon, the sun, the stars, is the Kayak of light. Someone which can provide light. The Kayak of the fifth day, Hashem creates the birds, the fish, the insects. What's unique about them is the tremendous numbers that there are of these things. And Hashem says, to these species, you should be fruitful, you should multiply. The Kayak of Hailada, of reproduction, of birth, of increase, was given to the species of the fifth day. And lastly, on the sixth day, HaKadosh Baruch creates all the animals. The wild animals, the domestic animals. And what's the difference on the sixth day to the fifth day? So here we have the system of, so to speak, the law of nature. An ecosystem where one animal eats the others and one dominates the other one. There's a certain balance of all the species that Kaddish Baruch was created. And those are the Kaychas that Kaddish Baruch was created in the world. Now, let's take a break for a moment. And let's look closely at the human being. And let's discuss together in which way a person is unique. In which way a person is different to any other creation that there is. And if we look carefully, we will find from Chazal six areas where we see the human being is a creation different to everything else. The first one, maybe the most famous one, is the fact that a person has Bechira. A person can choose. And if a person chooses, he can grow. He doesn't remain the same. The Gemara says about an animal that a shar ben yamikari shar. A baby shar, a baby ox is already an ox. It'll get bigger, it'll get stronger. But nothing intrinsically changes about it. Whereas a person isn't the same. A person's ability to develop, to change. That's his bakhir. He can choose to be good, he can choose to be bad, he can choose to change what's bad about himself and improve. That's the first point that is unique about a person. The second point that is unique about a person is often, often spoken about. It's brought in the notion that a person can speak. But it doesn't just mean that a person can utter sounds. Animals can also make a whole array of sounds. They can squeak and they can chirp and they can moo and they can bark and they can neigh and whatever other sound you want animals to make. The difference of human speech to animal sounds is that an animal can just express a feeling. It's happy, it's scared, it's in pain. It feels threatened. And that's what the various animal sounds express. A person, however, can express an idea. 
a concept. Human speech is a reflection of understanding, of Chachmah, as opposed to animal sounds which are a reflection of feeling. And therefore the unique point of a person's speech is the unique point of a person's understanding. There's something intelligent which he can say, he can say. He can put into words and transmit to somebody else. That's the second point. The third point which is unique about a person. Out of all the other creations we find in this world is that everything else walks on four legs or more than four legs. Everything else is, so to speak, held down by the ground. A person stands upright. A person stands erect. By an animal, the height of its head and the rest of its body is on the same level. By a person, he has his head at the top and his body beneath him. What we call a koimus kufa, an upright position, is unique to a person. The fourth point which we find especially about a person is the mission in Sanhedrin. No two people look the same. No two people look the same. And Chazal say about that. That just like they look different, so he understands that each person's midas, each person's nature, each person's personality is different. When you have multiple members of the same species in the animal world, flocks of sheep, swarms of bees, schools of fish, we don't find unique features by each one. Members of the same species look very similar, sometimes indistinguishable. Whereas by human beings, it's not like that. There are no two people who look exactly the same. And therefore, what's unique about a person, parts of fame, shyness, individuality. A person is not just another of the species of human beings. A person is an individual and he has that uniqueness of an individual. That's the fourth point, where a person is different to everything else. And now the fifth point, as the Maral points out, we don't find anything else in the Bria can own something. The only ownership which we find is by a Kodesh Baruch who owns everything or by a person who is also able, able to own something. Malachim don't have ownership. They're created as servants to do Hashem's mission and can't own something on their own. Animals too. An animal has no concept of ownership. I can't even gift an animal something. There's no concept of an animal owning something. Omar says in Baba Basra, if a person will give a gift to a donkey, it's an invalid gift. A donkey can't own. Whereas a person has ownership. Something can become his. It's unique about a person too. And lastly, and this is a point which I hope to come back to to explain better. Let's just explain the echo point now. The concept of Malchus. The concept of control. The concept of leadership. Is something which is uniquely human. Now, on this one I'm sure there are going to be questions. We find animals with the world as the king of the beasts. We find animals which work around a queen bee or 
mean ant, whatever it is, what way do we say that the concept of Malchus is uniquely human? But as I said, we're going to come back and explain it. Let's sum up again. Six ways where human beings are unique. They have Bechira and can change. They have Das and they can understand. They stand erect. They're different from each other. They can own something. And they can they can be a king. They can be in control. And now what we're going to do is we're going to see how these six areas where a human being is unique are really utilizing the six koichas of the brief, which we spoke about at the beginning, the six koichas of Hashem developed at each stage of the six days of creation. And how He said, Nice Odom, I'm going to use these same koichas in order to make the person what a person's meant to be. We're not talking about his body. We're talking about the koich that a human being has. It's adapting and enhancing the six koichas of the Bria in order to provide these six areas where a human being is unique. So let's work through it together. The koich of the first day was the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu owns the world. There's nothing else. And therefore everything created is His. He's koinei shamayim varetz. That's the koich of Anashat. And Hashem applies that koyach to a human being too. A person also has the ability to own. A person also has the ability to make things his. Before there was a world, so there was nothing for Hashem to own. There was only Hashem. When He created a world, the first koyach that there was, Lakadosh Baruch Hu, is the one who, the world is His. He made it, it's His. And Hashem uses that koyach in the human being. He can make something which is his. He can access this koyach of virus of ownership. On the second day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates a separation between the sphere of Ruchnis and the sphere of Gashmis. There are two different parts to the world. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates a person as the only Bria which combines Ruchnis and Gashmis. Besides, for like Rashi says, besides for the human being, they're either creations of Ruchnis and Yonim, or creations of physicality. But that something should be able to combine the two together, and within one entity, within one body, have both a Ruchni and a Gashmi dimension that's only a human being. The Zara says about the Rakia, which was put between the upper waters and the lower waters. But it wasn't just that she separated the water. There's this concept called the rakia in between. On the one hand, on its higher side, it touches the upper waters. Beneath it, it touches the lower waters. That's a representation, the rakia of the person. Who can, on the one hand, touch spirituality. He has a neshama. On the other hand, he touches and he's rooted in the physical world. Says the morale on this point. What demonstrates the person as being a synthesis of Ruchnis and Gashmias is the fact that he stands erect. Like the ladder of Yaakov, his Rosh is and his legs are on the ground. There's a spiritual side higher up, 
and his feet, which are coming down, which are beneath him on the ground. An animal is all in one level. There's no high end, there's no lower, there's no connection to a different higher dimension. And therefore, when HaKadosh Baruch on the second day creates the concept of a sphere of Ruknis and Gashmias, Hashem in the person creates that concept too. Within the person is Ruknis and Gashmias. A person is composed of both of these two factors. And that is unique. The Malachim are just Ruknis. The animals are just Gashmias. The concept of a Bria of both these Chalakim exists after by a person. That's how the second day was utilized in creation of the other. The third day, the third day we saw was the creation of the Kayach of Tzmicha, the Kayach of growth. That the ground can nourish something and make it grow and change and develop. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu adds this Kayach to the person too. Within, the person's, within a person is the ability to grow. And to change and to develop. And that's his Bechira. Like we said before, animals remain animals. Malachim remain Malachim. What they are, they remain. The ability to change and to grow and to develop is something which is only in the human. Hashem took this Koyach, the Koyach of the Adama, which has the ability to bring forth fruit, to make things grow. And He built it into the, the fabric of a human being. A person can do mason, those are his fruits. And he can change and he can grow. A person has within him a kayach atzvecha. Like we said, that's his kayach to be choose, the khira. Because it's a person's choices which, which guides his growth. Fourthly, on the fourth day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates the concept of giving light. The sun, the moon, the stars, all organs of light. And Hashem adapts this for a person to. This needs a bit of explanation. But it's a puzzle can go ahead us. Chachmas Adam Toyer Ponov. The Chachm of a person causes his face to shine. It can be as extreme as in the case of Moshe Rabbeinu, where that luster is so powerful that people can't even look. It's like looking into the sun. But even in Amarayim, the Gemara tells about Rabbi Yechanan. That the shine of his skin lit up a room. That's the chokhmah of a person. One of the areas where a person is unique is, is, an, is a, a person can acquire chokhmah. And that chokhmah is manifest by the radiance which emanates from the chokhmah. It's not the same as the light which comes through the sun, the light which is a physical light, but it's a light of chokhmah which shines through the face of a person. And that the human being is unique. And that's how Kodesh Baruch Hu adapts the koyach of light. Of light, of something which can give light. And applies it to a person. He can give light as well. On the fifth day, we saw the koyach Hashem created on the fifth day. is the koyach to increase. And whereas by the birds, the fish, the insect kingdom, Hashem makes this koyach that the millions and millions of each species... Hashem uses that koyach in a person too. But with a difference. Because when it comes to the birds, to the fish, to the insects, their increase is multiples of the same. A fish can have thousands of eggs that all grow up to be exactly the same as the parent fish. 
There could be thousands of insects that will all be the same as a parent in- insect. The uniqueness of the human being is that he creates another human being who is very different from the parent. An animal, so to speak, gives birth to the same. A human being gives birth to another person who is very different. And that's a much bigger Chiddush. Chana pointed this out in Hashira. There's no Tzayor Kelokeinu, there's no craftsman like Hashem who can create one thing in the midst of another. If it was all done in the DNA of the parents, so then the child should be a product the same as the parent. And two children of the same parent should be the same too. And yet every person is different. And here's how Kodesh Baruch Hu enhances the Koyach of creation, which he put into a person, to a level above that of the animals. The animals can produce multiples of the same. A person can produce people who are different, each one being unique. That's the Koyach of the fifth day. And lastly, the Koyach of the sixth day. The Koyach of the sixth day, we say, is the ability to be a king. To be a leader. Now, this, why is this specifically a human strength? In the animal world we find this too. Animals are stronger than other animals. Some animals dominate others. Some animals eat others. What's uniquely human about this? So here's a deep point. Let's think about it together. There are two ways that a person can be a king. There's one kind of king who's basically strength. He's stronger than his subjects. He's stronger than them because he can dominate them. Because he can kill them. Because he can force them to do what he wants them to do. The dictator. That's one form of leadership. One form of rulership. I'm in control because I can, I'm stronger than you. That's the kind of, so to speak control system there is in the hierarchy of the animal world. There are stronger animals and weaker animals. There are animals which eat other animals. And therefore there's a hierarchy of who's on top of the pyramid because who's the strongest. A human being in that context can be at the very top of the pyramid. You can create weapons and you can be stronger than any other breed. But that's not utilizing What's different about a person? That's just using the same kayak which was given to animals exactly the same way. Brute force, the ability to dominate through power. Yes, there were people who chose to express rulership or power through force, through domination. But that's not uniquely human. That's just acting like an animal. A stronger animal, maybe. There's another way of kingship, which is uniquely human. And that is, a person who's a king, because he's responsible for his subjects. He's not there to dominate them through force. He's there because he's responsible for them. He's there to look out for them. He's there to take care of them. He's there to take responsibility for them. And that's a concept which is absolutely unique by a human being. Rulership through responsibility, through a Christ. A person can take care of the world.
A person can take care of everything. You can be responsible. You can look after everything and help each other element develop. Animals can't do that. They can be strong or stronger than the other one and attack it and eat it by force. There's no concept of rulership through responsibility by an animal. That's human. Let's look at an amazing thing. HaKadosh Baruch tells Adam Arishan, I've given you the whole world. It's all yours. The animals, the fish, the birds, they're all yours. You're going to rule over everything. But, Adam, you can't eat a living animal. Not a bird, not a fish. What's Hashem telling him? You're in control, it's all yours, but don't kill a single species. So what makes it is? And Yashim is telling him, what does the concept of human leadership mean? I'm not giving you the world that you can destroy it, that you can eat it. That you can show force by killing another species to eat it. That's maybe an animal sense of strength. That's the food pyramid in the world of the jungle. Hashem said, I'm making you a king of the Bria, but not to kill a single thing. To be in charge, to be responsible for it. By Noach, he was a king. He was responsible for the entire Bria. He couldn't kill a thing. He had to breathe it life. He had to look after it. He had to feed it and take care of it. That's rulership. That's a real king. That emulates Hashem as a king. Hashem isn't our king to punish us or to be a dictator over us. Hashem Malkeinu is because He's looking after us. That's His special koyach which is given to a person. It's utilizing the concept of control but in a good way. And that's the koyach of the sixth day. And that's how we see when HaKadosh Baruch says Naise Odom He says to all the koyachs He put into the Bria the koyach of ownership and the koyach of separation between spiritual and physical and the ability to grow and the ability to give light and the ability to create more and the ability of control all the different factors that are important to Bria they're going to be used to make a person. These same factors are going to be brought to a new level because these are the same factors which show the uniqueness of the human being. Related to Rabbi sir. Our time is up. I have to tell you a few few more minutes to show you something absolutely unbelievable and that is all these six levels are alluded to in the name Adam the name Adam the name for the person the first Kayach we saw was it just like a Kaddish Baruch who has the ability to own the world is his the Hashem Hashem also gives this unique ability to own something to human beings. The world was given to Adam, and Adam can own. The first meaning of the word Adam comes from the word Adame. I will be similar to. The Pazak says in Yeshaya, Adame Elion. I will be similar to Hashem. Hashem can own, a person can own. That's one meaning of the word Adam. The second level we spoke about is that a person 
within him comprises the spiritual and the physical. He connects the neshama from the highest place, the to a body from here in this ground, the earth of the ground. Like the Nevesh explains, Varechos, he's the sulam, he's the ladder which is the only thing which can pull together such vastly disparate worlds. On that Chazal say, Odom is the same letters as the words Ma'oid. Very much. And Adam is Ma'oid. You can connect from the highest level spirituality to the lowest level physicality. It's all within the Adam. Ma'oid. And the third level we spoke about is just like the ground has the ability to bring forth and make things grow. Same thing a person can grow. That's Adam from the word Adama. The koyach of the ground which is an Adam. And the fourth level we spoke about is the fact that a person has a chokhmah. A person has chokhmah and therefore that's what causes his face to shine. And the reason what the one is connected to the other one is because with like Maral says, the word for the face is upon him and represents the pnim, the inside of a person. But now, to explain this next connection to the word Adam, we need to explain how Chazal look at that. What's considered the shine of a person's face? The Gemara in Bav Metziah talks about the shine of Rabbi Yechanan's face. It was the beauty of Rabbi Yechanan, something unique. What was the shine of Rabbi Yechanan's face? The Gemara says you want to try and picture in your mind what this was. So what the Gemara says is that he would take a fresh silver cup. He would fill it with pomegranate seeds. And he would hold it to the sunlight. As the sun is setting, so the glow which came off would similar the contents of Rabbi Yechanan. But it wasn't just the shine. The silver cup would be enough to shine. The fact that it was full of pomegranates and the Gemara is more, or covered with rose petals, means there was a shine of a redness, so to speak, which represented the shine of the face of Rabbi Yechonah. Similarly, when the Apostle talks in Eichel about the shine of the face of the people of Yishalayim, Odmu etzem their face was like Odem, red. More than tiny, more than precious stones. We're talking about the shine of a human face. The shine of Chochmah, which comes from a person. So in Chazal, it's referred to by the color red. And that's the next meaning of the word Adam. From the word Oidem. From the word for redness. That shine of, when it calls it the health of the person's face which is the koyach of the sun and the moon, which have it also have a luster, have a, the koyach of being able to light something up. But when it's put into a person, it has that koyach of the odmu etzim, the redness, so to speak, which is a symbol of the shine of their face. The first thing we spoke about was that a person has the koyach of hoilada. You can create, and different to animals, 
they create the same, a person creates different. And here's the Chazal tell us that the gematria of the word Adam is ma or heim. And the difference between these two words, heim is the Russian Hebrew, them, the amorphous mass, the general term for everything together. Talks about animals. The the heim of the animals. They're all the same. They're all just one big group. Whereas the letters heim, red backwards, the same letters are ma. And the word ma, what is it? Always something something unique, something different. It says about the mon. When Kaiser saw it, it's not something new, something different. Ma, what is it? And therefore, the same thing. The gematria of Adam is the ma, is what's unique, what's different about the person, what's special about him. That's the fifth interpretation of the word Adam. And the last one, the fact that a person has the ability to be a king. So we said this could be misused. It can be misused as a king who's basically stronger than the other animals. You can control them. The example of the person who misused this kayak was Esau. The Adam became an Adam. And Esau's male was his ability to hunt, his ability to kill, his ability to rule over the animals through aggression and through brute force. That's how Esau interprets the concept of human power. It doesn't make him better than the animal, it's just he's using the same kayak the animals had. Of who's stronger than who. And Asa's male was, he was more brute. He could control the animals. That made him an Adam. But the morale tells us in a different place that really the male of the human being, like we said, is his ability to control not through force, but to take, to be above everything else, to be more elevated, and therefore to be responsible for it. And that's, Morel says, the word Adam is made of the words Aleph, Dam. The Aleph is the, the Ruchni part of a person which is above the Dam, which is above the physical. All the other breeds in this world are physical. We call the Nefesh, the Dam or Nefesh. And a person is elevated. He's greater than that. He's greater than that, and that's the Aleph which comes before the Dam. And that's what makes the person the ruler, because he's above everything else. Not stronger than, in the context of one animal stronger than another, but more elevated than, in the context that he's above and therefore responsible for everything else. Those are the kaychas which HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts in the person. The kaychas he culled from the whole creation of the world. And he says, Naise Odom. We're going to use all the koichas, which are part of the Bria, in creating the koichas of the person. But there's another interpretation too. Hashem wasn't just speaking to the rest of the Bria and saying, Nice Odom, let's combine all these koichas to make in the person. Hashem was speaking to the person as well. So the life is form of Adam Arishan. And he was telling the Adam Arishan himself, and he was telling him, Nice Adam, well, let's make a person. 
Hashem is going to provide you with all the koichas of the Bria. Hashem is going to provide you with all the potential there is. All the spirituality that there is in the world. All, everything which is unique about a person. But that's just the starting point. It's only when a person utilizes these gifts that he's been given. When a person makes the most of the talents that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has invested and imbued in him. Then he'll become the Adam. The person Hashem wants him to be. And therefore, Naise Adam was an instruction to the person too. And that is the Adam Hashanah is going to be a joint effort. It's going to be the Kaddish Baruch Hu's work in giving him all these different kaychas. Kaddish Baruch Hu's work in building within him a, a composition of all the strengths of the creation. But together with Adam's utilizing it to achieve the shleim as Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants him to achieve, and to become the Adam Hashem wants him to be.